0: black man trying not to get caught i'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw you know it's a big world so easy to get lost i'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw jigsaw what's going on black people and friends and everybody hey. in between we are back for another episode of the jigsaw i am yes, josh sir. rogers
1: i am brian hare
0: and you know what it is this is the podcast where we talk about all mm-hmm. of the things all about the things. navigating life um we talk about the perils the praises the productivity and the pump and circumstance of being a real life black person in america brother
1: yes. how are you Whew, i am exhausted Listen,
0: <laughs> we are one in the same i'm exhausted brother
1: <laughs> Like, yeah, one in the same sleep. It's like, it feels like this is the longest week in the history of weeks.
0: Listen, this is the most Monday of a Wednesday mm-hmm. that has ever existed.
1: <laughs> ever.
0: But like Maya Angelo said, and still I rise. I'm Did still I rise. here. <laughs> I am here. And we made it. Um, it's a good tire, though, because I am back in the workforce. hmm enjoying working, not mm-hmm. necessarily enjoying my commute, not necessarily mm-hmm. um, enjoying having to go to the office every day, but at least I don't hate it. Cause at my last job on days when I retired, I had like a double entendre. I was tired and hated the workplace and 99% of the people I worked with. So <laughs> mm, okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is some relief here, um, but I'm super excited super grateful. Things are going well, but it is a lot of work. Yes, sir. um But yeah, man, that's that's why I'm tired. What, what got you so tired?
1: Same thing. I, you know, we talked about me starting a new new job with. Oh the yeah. Firm. Uh-huh. Um. So my transition date is Monday. So I'm at this point. I'm really trying to close out everything that I had outstanding. Yeah. To make sure I, I go into the next job with everything done. Um. So I've been like staying up late at night in the middle of the night just working on old stuff. So I'm gonna be tired for a while.
0: Look at you being a responsible adult and
1: transitioning from one office to the next. We'll get right. into that later. <laughs> Doing the right thing for, during my transition. <laughs> Doing the right thing during your transition. Yeah, but um, you know, that just is how it is. But uh yeah, I'm I'm ready I need I need a day off. I need a vacation.
0: You wanna hear something interesting? What is that? So, you know, last week we did like a real quick episode because Mm -hmm. Of America, oh Lord! But what we did not get a chance to acknowledge was Mm -hmm. what I consider, okay, the beginning of the Christmas season, which is November first. (laughs) No sir, November (laughs) first, and that's when we bust out with carols in my mind. (laughs) Temptations, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Of which you didn't know about. Did not know. (laughs) How did you go through thirty-five black years of life (laughs) and not?
1: Reverend I I did and the funny thing is I I listen to Temptations music regularly and I you know I just Christmas is not using my I
0: I know Mama Cynthia raised (laughs) you better than that I did
1: I I saw it on social media I was like in my mind everyone was talking about it so I was like I don't know what this is so I hit 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 you up it was like uh what is this and then the (laughs) level of just shame
0: (laughs) there was shame and i wanted to publicly shame you but i said no this is a safe place so i sent him the song Mm -hmm. um but brian Mm -hmm. seems to believe that we cannot officially celebrate christmas until post thanksgiving and i am
1: just not under that i just don't subscribe to that doctrine. Okay, so the thing is that there's supposed to be a good old transition mm-hmm. to Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So you have Halloween, which is the devil's day, okay? Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> and then we get back, we go to Thanksgiving where we, you know, giving the Lord thanks for all the things he's done. And we okay. come together as a family and we're rejoicing and being grateful oh, for all the things that he's done in our lives. Okay. And then we lead up to Christmas when you get the gifts and you already, you already gave him thanks for all the stuff. Okay. Now you get more things. And then now we celebrate Jesus and Christmas. That's how it works. What did the old saints teach us, Brian? (laughs) What is that? Every day is a day of Thanksgiving.
0: We ain't yeah, got to wait. See, this is the thing. This is why mm-hmm. Thanksgiving it's unstable. It doesn't mm-hmm. even have a set day. It's just the last <laughs> Thursday in November. <laughs> okay. True. So we treat it the way it treats itself. We <laughs> recognize it on that day, but we surround it. We engulf mm-hmm. it in, in Christmas because if Jesus wasn't born, well, it wouldn't really be nothing to be thankful for. Mm. Okay. Mm, okay,
1: <laughs> you follow him out the aisle. The Bible says, "Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, mm-hmm. for He is good. For
0: He is good, and that's a daily thing. We ain't got to wait until the end. There's I no November to I, do that.
1: Thanksgiving is in scripture. I don't know Christmas is in scripture nowhere. The Jesus, word Christmas, Jesus was born." <laughs>
0: Was he not born, Brian? <laughs> he was.
1: When was Jesus born?
0: I don't know, but we gonna celebrate on the twenty fifth of December. So until you give me a concrete date,
1: that's his birthday. Well, the uh, the um the deacon saying when was Jesus born what, the what are the twenty fifth of the year or the twelfth <laughs> month of the year? <laughs> January February? No no. Listen, like
0: we can stay on this for a minute, but we got some interesting stuff. We do. <laughs> that. We need to do. We we got a song of the week. Ah, uh, we do. All right, what is it? Uh, do you want to do this song? You know, I can go there. <laughs> so, hometown favorite, mm-hmm. relatively new guy, you know, to the scene, kind of, mm-hmm. sort of, depending on how long you've been following. But he goes, huh, what, uh, I thought I said something. <laughs> Talk, but they really ain't saying this has a lot of curse words curse. in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we go trapped to the feds, come running hmm. out, run it up. Then he says, huh, what you say? He said, I thought of, you know, blank something, said something. How it go when I'm talking, you listen. Cut her off because she spoke on the business. Hunters and fifties. Can't swap a dime for a penny. You know what stupid decision. Head first with, all right, this is kind of vocal. <laughs> However, that is money bag, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, the, with, with, with a hit, said something. The remix is even better because they got the City Girls and the baby Ooh. on it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't give one of, um, JT. and uh, with an SRT, uh, but no, it's it's a great song, and I think it's, it it is wildly appropriate yes. <laughs> for the conversation that we're going to have tonight. Um, yes, but yeah, that is Moneybag Yo. says something, Money Bag Yo, featuring uh, City Girls and the Baby. You know, say some remix. Go check it mm-hmm. out on all your platforms. This is not official endorsement. <laughs> we just really like the song. Right. So, with all, <laughs> <that appropriate>. being, <laughs> with all that being said, you ready to get into this show? For For real, for real.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it,
0: bro. Let's get into some black excellence.
1: Yes, sir.
2: Yeah. You.
1: All right. We are here at the Bless Up Report where we you know, salute our black folks doing great things. or mm-hmm. you know, black history is 365 days a year.
0: Listen, we ain't just stuck in February.
1: Mm-mm. We we black and we excellent all the time. So we celebrate our people. Um, so we, we gotta celebrate this. This we have I'm gonna bring two for you today. Um all right. Stacy Abrams.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Black women saving the world. Yes. Again, Queen stand again and again. Um, what's interesting is, you know, we live in Georgia. So we, we kind of followed Stacy. She's a, uh, she went to Spelman. She is a politician here. She works hard in the community here in Atlanta, in yep. Georgia. Um, so we know she ran for the, uh, for the governor, uh, of the state of Georgia in 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was some shifty stuff that went on. Um, Governor Kemp, the now governor, um, he was the secretary of state and he purged a bunch of votes from the ballot uh, from the um from the registry right um and she lost by an extremely slim margin um so what did she do she ain't quit she ain't complain uh she actually started a couple um, organizations fight for action mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, helps people um fight for free a uh, free, uh, fair election which is ironic that we're talking about right that right now uh, and fair count which is designed to make sure that everyone's voices are is heard especially in the census but also in elections um so Stacey abrams is doing great things in the community she's doing great things in the nation She literally um is probably single-handedly responsible for um georgia turning blue in this election um I saw a meme that says, uh, "If losing the battle but winning the war was a person, Stacey Abrams is that. She, she
2: is. lost.
1: She's that. She um she lost uh, here in Georgia, but she ultimately um ends up winning uh, it for uh, uh, President-elect Biden. Uh, so definitely want to shout her out. And eight hundred thousand people she got registered to vote. New registered. Listen, team, not eight, not eighty, not eight hundred,
0: not eight thousand, not eighty thousand. Eight hundred
1: thousand. That's a lot of new. That's, that's a almost a new million voters.
0: new voters.
1: Yeah, and my understanding is most of the newer voters voted for Biden. So, oh, absolutely, yeah. Again, another reason why, uh, if if she's not, you know, does not have a, a huge role. We'll talk about that later, probably. Yeah, we can talk about it. I have have feelings about that, but go ahead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So definitely, uh, bless up, Stacey Abrams, Black Queen. You're doing great things. We appreciate you. Uh, The world wouldn't be what it is without you. Uh, Another one. Um, Josh, you know, I love a good graphic tee. Yeah, we all Uh, do. We do. Uh, And we love the Lord. Do we love Jesus? I love Jesus. He's my
0: savior. Uh huh. Storms are raging. What hey. is he? He's my shelter.
1: And where you lead? Where me?
0: he leads me. What you gonna do? I will follow.
1: Why?
0: I love Jesus. Uh huh. He loves me.
1: Yes. <laughs> we love the Lord. I won't we take love it back. Him. I love the Lord <laughs> and I won't take <laughs> it back. But don't get me stirred up in <laughs> here. Wait a minute, church. We miss church, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Devotion. Yeah, so uh, definitely want to shout out, uh, you know, put graphic tees, put the Lord together. We have Joseph Parker, he created an equipped a brand, which merges, you know, uh, good, uh, wholesome mm-hmm. uh, graphic tees and great things like that. And also he's a black man uh, based in Birmingham, Alabama. The mission is to inspire the God-given plan and purpose that's inside of us, one piece at a time, thoughtfully crafted to reflect God's glory and provide inspiration to live out the full expression of who we are in here. Come on, mission statement! Isn't it a great statement? (laughs) And listen, Listen, I'm inspired. (laughs) Me too. Uh, So I'm definitely going to support. If you want to purchase, uh, go to EquippedBrand.com. You can also follow them on my IG at Equipped underscore Brand. Again, Black business. uh, He loves the Lord. Uh so I'm definitely gonna support you gonna support Josh?
0: Yeah and Joey, if you want to, you can send us a t-shirt. Just right <laughs> <can> just, just,
1: <laughs> oh, and send it. we we we'll aware wear them.
0: we we'll aware it. we we'll aware it on our Instagram and our mm-hmm. Facebook. No, we're we gonna support this brother. We encourage y'all to bless up to Stacy
1: and bless up to Joseph. All right. Uh ready to go to uh, the billboard. <laughs> Bro, let's go. Oh God. All right, so the billboard is here, and 2020
0: has done what 2020 um, always loves to do. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we have lost two additional legends. We lost in the church realm, but also Mm -hmm. pretty globally, too Bishop Rance Allen. If -hmm. you don't know who that is, uh (laughs) (laughs) right? Uh, That's him. That's him.
1: Found the name, Jesus.
0: There it is. From (laughs) my favorite guy. Oh. Kirk Franklin. <laughs> you can say, oh, if you want to. Yes, you were, you were right there. That was your immediate <laughs> reference. You didn't go to any other song. But I anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Reyes <laughs> Allen is a. Trailblazer of gospel music. Definitely. um, Definitely. Had the Rance Allen group, just phenomenal voice, super creative with his riffs and his runs. um, Preacher of the gospel, leader Mm -hmm. within the Lord's Church. uh, For what I understand, was a very humble and nice and loving man, husband, father, all that great stuff. Um, And it was kind of unexpected. I think we woke up one Saturday morning and it was like,
1: Oh, Rance, Rance Allen. Allen's gone. Um,
0: mm-hmm. I believe I've heard that I think he suffered with diabetes mm-hmm. and that played parts into his untimely death. But we're definitely praying for his family, his church definitely. family, mm-hmm. all of those who loved and, you know, supported and were impacted by his life. Um, on a m- even more global scale, we lost um, Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. And unless you've lived in under some type of rock all of your life, he's right. right. Um he's hosted that show for decades. Mm-hmm. And you know, most people, if you ever spent time with your grandmama, you didn't watch it, you've watched Jeopardy, whether you wanted to or not. And he's mm-hmm. just a cultural icon. Even yep. if you weren't a fan of Jeopardy, you you knew the song, you knew the waiting music, mm-hmm. like you yeah, all of that. Like, you know, it's it is it is a staple. Within most households. Mm -hmm. And from what I know about Alex Trebek, Mr. Trebek, he was a, uh, he was an ally. He was a pusher of justice. He was a very smart man, um, very witty man. um, And he will be sorely missed. We do understand that he fought pancreatic cancer for years. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, I believe the Lord gave him to us a little bit longer um, than anybody anticipated, but it's always sad to see someone go regardless of whether they were sick or not. So prayers up to his family as well, his friends and um, his loved ones. Okay. Um into some more jovial news. Okay. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. as we talked about earlier, we are officially in the Christmas season, whether the Grinch on the other side of the mic Don't wants do that. to um <laughs> wants uh, <laughs> you know whether Brian Ebenezer Scrooge hair wants to <laughs> wants to <laughs> acknowledge it or not. We are here. With that being said, Netflix is dropping um a original movie Jingle Jangle. It is um a Christmas journey. It drops on Netflix and in select theaters on November 13th, 2020. It's direct directed by David E. Talbert and the class includes our queen, Felice Rashad, uh, Forrest Whitaker and his eye key and Michael, <laughs> key and <laughs> Michael Key, uh, Anika Noni Rose and Ricky Martin for our Latin X and Brown brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So, um since we are in a given season don't be stingy don't be selfish um (laughs) hand out that password if your ex got your netflix password feel free to change your password make it something real hard but for for (laughs) your friends and your loved ones share that netflix password set up from a temporary account and let's all um make that joint the number one movie in the world i believe it's going to be great um i'm always here for a new Christmas movie you know Mm -hmm. brian i know we've talked um in the past by some of our favorites and like best oh, yeah. holiday and this Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like I'm missing one. Um, uh, uh almost, almost Christmas. Almost Christmas. Yes. Yeah, okay. so, so some of our favorite black. And then you got the classics like A Christmas Story with mm-hmm. was kind uh, <laughs> <Miracle laughs> of blah. 24th Street, A Christmas Carol, all those kind of things. So it's going to be super dope to add something else to the list that is not mm-hmm. a cheesy, boring lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> moving right along. Um, Speaking of our uh, brown brothers and sisters, one of our brown sisters found herself in mm-hmm. hot water. Oh, uh, Eva Longoria with her fine self got she in fine. some ugly trouble Mm -hmm. Um, after saying she was being interviewed and they were talking about how Pretty much black people, but more specifically black women, mm-hmm. you know, came through and made this election what it was. Right. And in so many words, she said, "Well, no, I mean they did great, but the real the real heroes here are Latin are Latin women." Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it was just like, wait a minute,
1: <laughs> wait a minute, ma'am, ma'am, pause.
0: And so black Twitter did what black Twitter did, and the black mm-hmm. delegation did what the black delegation did, and mm-hmm. they drug Miss Longoria <laughs> about her um, extensions through through these internet streets um but then she tried to backpedal Mm -hmm. she pulled a Karen and tried to backpedal (laughs) clarify her statements by saying that she didn't she didn't mean it or she didn't you know intended to be that way um comparing black and latina women because she knows very well that black women have been saving the world for ages blah 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 blah. what she intended to do was to compare voter turnout and support between latina men and latina women um what you could have just said was is that We recognize the great work that black people have done, specifically Uh black women, and that I am disappointed in Latina men for not showing up in the ways that they did. I want to Mm -hmm. give a shout out to all the amazing Latina women who Mm -hmm. made sure, right, that this election came out the way it was. You should, like, what you said was what you said. We made reference or dragged you, or they dragged you, rather, because it was very little room for interpretation. You said what you said, sis. Right, right,
1: right, right. You said what you said, sis. You said what you said. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> like this is not one of those things where I feel like you know it was lost in translation. I just you know you said what you said and you mm-hmm. and you felt the heat. So mm-hmm. you decided to you know to You know, backpedal, but you did your thing. You ain't canceled, Eva, but be very, Mm -hmm. but be ye fair warned. (laughs) Be ye fair warned, especially Mm -hmm. in these kind of tumultuous times. You know, you know things are still tense. So say stuff like watch, watch your mouth. Don't let your what my what the old saints you tell us. Don't let your tongue suffer you. Don't let your tongue allow you to suffer glory to god that's old school Mm -hmm. wisdom y'all young saints don't know nothing about that anyway (laughs) (laughs) speak speaking of the twitter streets there's a republican by the name of dean brown and let me just pause the calls here before Mm -hmm. we get people to this white people have been white people in like never before they They are showing their colors and i'm sure we have a few people to talk about in a greater conversation but mighty god he's just one of the few and this brother this brother um uh, Dean Browning He's an aspiring politician from Pennsylvania uh, He didn't even win his own Republican primary race for mm-hmm. Congress But he got caught pretending to be black What in the Rachel all was happening with him He posted on his Twitter um, That he's, uh, he said This is what he said and I quote I'm a black gay guy and I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me My life only changed a little bit And it was for the worse Everything is so much better under Trump though I feel respected which I never do When Democrats are involved. Now, from what we understand, (laughs) um, Mr. Browning has a burner account where he poses as a black Trump supporter, kind of spewing out these ridiculous narratives about the Democrats and the former administration and our forever president Barack Obama. But he actually split this tweet out on his real account. (laughs) (laughs) And when he realized that it wasn't his burner (laughs) idiot, um, he said that he was allegedly repeating something that he was told. Now, this is just dumb because whether you liked anything Obama did as a gay person, like gay marriage was legalized under Obama. Yeah, so there's absolutely know. no way as a gay person, right, right, that you could feel worse. Now, I can't speak to your as a, as a gay person's everyday struggle. Right. Mm-hmm. But if that was your call, like. That was something that moved the needle, right? (laughs) Providing rights for the LGBTQIA community. So, Mm -hmm. like, that part of the tweet didn't even make sense. I mean, he's just like, it's unfortunate that people. White people Mm -hmm. specifically have to go to these kind of measures to discredit um, President Barack Obama, to discredit what the Democratic Party is doing. And the Democratic Party is not perfect. The Democratic Party are, are, are not full of angels. They're not full of the African angels that Paula White was trying to, you know, bring over here. Right. Like they have their wrongs, too. They got blood on their hands and all those different types of things. But it is ridiculously unfortunate and asinine and just erroneous to discredit an entire party and an entire administration just because pretty much you're racist and these are the things that we try to talk about when we say they're being racist Mm -hmm. this is racist right because you're completely discrediting this man's legacy like you use a fake burner account Mm -hmm. to, to, to to pretend as a black person and to completely discredit everything that he has done just disagree right just disagree
1: yeah. And, and the funny thing is like, this has been, you know, uh, they're like trading in like hoods for, for fake burner accounts. You know what I'm saying? Like for mm-hmm. burner accounts. Cause the thing is, what what I'm understanding is, especially during this election period, there's been a lot of white politicians and white folks who have been creating burner accounts, posing as black folks to try to get black people to, you know, you know, leave the democratic party, but most importantly, just to be able to spew out their, their rhetoric they're you know it's different from a black person coming from saying something about a black person coming from a black person, so like they've been using these accounts to try to like you know spew hate uh and get all their feelings and frustrations out, and but like I said they've been messing around not being able to uh <laughs> not covering their tracks well it's like this loser so yeah, so there's you know another day in, in in america in America, so um
0: Brian, you ready to get into the show, man? We got some. Get yeah. onto this living room conversation. All right, y'all. Y'all know what to do. Grab your drinks. Grab your glasses. Grab your water. Grab your snacks. Your chips and your salsa. Your fried chicken wings. Whatever you need to get. Oh yeah. Sit down and get comfortable because we about to have a conversation in
1: the living room tonight. You ready, bro? I'm so ready. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's
0: about your love. It's about to love.
1: All right. We are here in the living room, ready to have a great conversation. How about you, Josh? I'm ready. I didn't kick my shoes off and get my feet up. I'm ready. (sighs) Man, uh, so with the last month, we've really been talking about the election. So um, we thought that it was going to be over. (laughs) Uh, It's over, Um, but all the things that are still happening and um, it's been over a week by now. And they are. It
0: ain't over.
1: <laughs> now you sound like the, the white evangelicals. Into <laughs> you sound like the white evangelicals now. Go on now, brother. <laughs>
0: That's the song that they sing and they they listen. They don't want this thing to end, and it's over.
1: They praying and crying and all kind of carrying on. Well, I got a battle. Here go Kirk It's
0: over now. (laughs)
1: That's a good one.
0: (laughs) It's over now. I feel like I can make it. The storm is over now. He got that Ooh. blonde bush out of there.
1: <laughs> Man of God, please go. Pack got all, pack all the things. Listen,
0: you, your illegal wife, <laughs> your raggedy kids, and every unqualified constituent in that White House, get illegal. out this moment. What? What did Angela
1: Bassett say? It went, get Joe! Get Joe! get out! <laughs> You're the bad influence. <laughs> Listen, get all the things. Get all the things, and get out. Get gone. And get out. Like you get don't even have to wait. You you don't have to wait till the twentieth. we Will we? What did Beyonce say to um to uh um, what's the girl? Fara. We'll we'll make other things. We'll make we'll
0: make things to you. <laughs>
1: We'll mail the things to. We'll
0: mail the things to. You, we'll things to you. you ain't gotta wait.
1: You don't have to wait. Just, just, you can leave now if you want to. You ain't gotta wait. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll pay. We'll pay the bills.
0: Yeah, our taxes. Listen, I owe taxes this year anyway. Send the U-Haul on behalf of me.
1: Right. Um shoot, you know we'll give you a deposit back. We'll give you a last month run back. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Just leave, mm-hmm. leave now. Leave now. Um, because we gotta come in there, the prayer warriors gotta come up in there and, and start to pray. Yeah, the African angels. The African uh. angels <laughs> to the <African laughs> come there and clean the house. <laughs> <laughs> to the left, to the left, everything you want in a box to
0: the left, in the closet. That's uh,
1: mm-hmm. I don't think <laughs> that. Yeah, but that all that. <laughs> <laughs> Please go somewhere. But yeah, um, um, yeah, from what it looks like right now, uh I although you know the the I was about to say the man of God. Um You ain't you know, no man of God. <laughs> he don't know guys a godless man. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know Jesus. He don't know the man. <laughs> he don't know the man. Um but yes, yeah, uh, um yeah, it's been over a week uh and he's still trying to put up a fight. Uh and there's really no way. You know, there's no evidence of any type of election fraud. There's no evidence, um, clear evidence, of any type of mass fraud. Um, Even in Georgia, our Secretary of State came out and was like, "Um, I know it's close, y'all can do a recount, but um, ain't no fraud. And he's Republican. He's Republican. He's He's a Um, Trump supporter. He's a Trump supporter. And he said uh, nothing. So um, in all, most of the states to where... uh, there is this alleged fraud, alleged mm-hmm. fraud, that the the gap is so wide, <clears throat> so even if they found maybe ten thousand illegal as they claim votes, like it, it still wouldn't went. be enough. It wouldn't be enough. It wouldn't
0: I be s- enough. I saw a post on this, and um, I'll reserve the details of this for a greater conversation. Cause boy, boy, do I want to drag this person? Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw a post that a person posted, you know, alleging that in Michigan, there were about, um, I think 10,000 or something. So odd, fraudulent ballots from dead people. Now, from my understanding, the margin in Michigan has been anywhere now is up to like, I mean, like 60 to about oh, a yeah. hundred thousand votes and, and growing yeah, and yeah. growing. So 10, Okay, take all 10,000. Let's just say that's real. Mm -hmm. Take all 10,000 of those out. What is that going to change? You know what I'm saying? So like and that's the other thing, like even the conspiracy theories that y'all have, even if they're Mm -hmm. all true, the numbers that you're throwing out there are still not large enough Mm -mm. to turn this election around. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what is it? Mm-hmm. like what is like georgia as a this of like like fourteen thousand,
1: and again and growing and growing <laughs> it's, you know they're still counting like military right. votes and stuff like that like right. you know what i'm saying wow.
0: so if this so if there is let's just say a thousand of them were wrong let's just let's give him about almost ten thousand for every state
2: mm-hmm. it
0: would not be enough mm-hmm. to turn the states back red mm-hmm. like that th- and i think that's the thing that most um Election and um, election officials and experts and many attorneys have been saying, like, number one, Mm -hmm. there is no valid evidence of anything at all. But even if these claims were substantiated in any case, Mm -hmm. they are the, the, the numbers are so minimal. Mm -hmm. That it would not you can take all of the alleged numbers away and those states would not turn. The only way that this would happen is if it would literally go to the Supreme Court and there would be some type of, you know, decision made. But even with the same Supreme Court, again, they have to uphold the law. Mm-hmm. which means that at some point we maybe have to revote or, like, you know, they have to do whatever, recount, whatever the state law suggests, right? That's what right. they would have to do. And all these – and the people like Georgia, while I don't necessarily agree with this hand mm-hmm. recount, what Stupid. they're doing, though, is upholding the law. So mm-hmm. after it's done right, and he still loses, then what? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, then what? <laughs> right. Like,
1: and, and, and And even on top of that, I still don't – I still think he's going to try to find – a reason to stick around and the thing I th- I think the real issue is not necessarily the fact that he really believes he won I think he, he's still bitter and upset because he feels like um when he won that the people um, didn't feel like he won um because of the potential collusion and but there was evidence <laughs> yeah. of collusion you know what yeah. I'm saying like there was a thing and you know and he was impeached because of Absolutely. Those things. Um, so so this is not that.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing that I will give Mr. Trump mm-hmm. is that he's been consistent since 2016. Oh, that yeah. there has like there are issues with our voting um mm-hmm. system, that there are issues in the ways in which we vote and things like that, right? Um, uh, he that that's been consistent. So that is why another reason why I'm not necessarily surprised that he's acting the way mm-hmm. he's acting. I think we've all We're expecting some type of blowback. Um, If you lost this election, um, I think it's turning out to be crazier than we thought. We're seeing people fired from um, national security positions and forced to resign and all these different types of things. Right. Um, Right. The Pentagon is going through all these changes and. He's, like, disappearing. He's cool, as quiet as he's ever been right. his entire, you know, time in office. So, like, I will give him that piece that he's, like, he's been consistently wrong, right but uh. he has been consistent in, in how he's viewed the elections. I think another thing, Brian, that hasn't gotten enough attention is that even in 2016 when he won, mm-hmm. America still did not vote for him. Like, he lost the oh, popular yeah. vote oh, yeah. again. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just the ways in which our electoral system is set up Mm -hmm. allowed him to win um, four years ago. But this time he lost the popular vote and he lost in the electoral college. Right. Right. So I think this is just a double blow. Mm -hmm. And the states that he turned red last time have turned back black. I mean, back blue. Right. And, and you saw, and then we talked about it in the Blessed Report. We see efforts like with Stacey Abrams, who mm-hmm. registered 800,000. Right. So, like, and just think about that. She registered 800,000 registered vote. And Stacey Abrams' entire voter turnout campaign is based on ethics, it's based on doing it the right way because mm. she was done so poorly. So, right. all 800,000 of them were voted right. So, even if Georgia, like, I, Everybody should have known that Georgia had a really high possibility to turn blue cuz as yes. you said the 800,000 people who she registered 99.9% of them I'm sure voted voted democrat mm-hmm. right so that is like that is more than enough
1: oh yeah to oh, change
0: yeah. like and clearly all 800,000 of them did not vote because right. the, the the margin would be way you know say higher but right. at the same time a fraction of them that did enter the voting process this year was enough that helped, right? On top of all of the high school teenagers who turned 18 between like 2017 on up, right? So we saw all of that impact elections nationwide. And I just think that, you know, a lot of this is ego. A lot of this is him trying to maintain this base. Um, Mm -hmm. But just like most of his claims, they are senseless. They are not founded in any knowledge or expertise. They're not founded in any facts. Um, It's just him spewing out Mm -hmm. all of the things that are just wrong and he has no explanation for anything. At this point, I don't expect him to concede in a gentleman like fashion. Oh yeah, I, I expect. He's gonna do I, all. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna do it. And it's okay if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like I don't ex- I, and I really don't necessarily need you to. What mm-hmm. I need you to do is. Hurry up and get to the final date. I think it's like December eighth, where everything mm-hmm. has to be final, final, so we can start releasing these transition funds, mm-hmm. and President Elect Biden and Pre- Vice President Elect um, Kamala can start slowly transitioning in. Uh, we see that he's starting to select cabinet positions and you know key key staff members, and he's already put together his coronavirus task force. And like like let's allow things to like let's allow things to be civil.
1: Yeah. And, and to me, like if I'm if I'm a patriot, as most of these people claim to be, like if anything, you're sabotaging the United States. Yeah,
0: this is the most unpatriotic thing I've seen
1: in a <laughs> long time. Yeah, regardless of if you think you want or not, like, and you know, there are certain things you can be doing. You know, you can you can even even if you can sit there and say, you know what, we're gonna start the transition process. We're still gonna count these votes. Um, and if it turns out that um y'all did some shady or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want the keys back to my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That could be, the, that could be the thing. Um, because they would have to just flip it and reverse it. Um, you know, which is not going to happen, but th- that's the thing. So you're sitting there sabotaging the United States. And think about this, like when president Obama, you know, had to sit down in the office and talk about the transition, he didn't look happy, but he, he did the thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, Yeah, I think that's um, something that is really frustrating to me is the fact that, like, you are literally sabotaging the United States. You're saying you love the United States, but you're not really doing things to put the United States in the mm-hmm. best position mm-hmm. to go forward. Right. And um, I even think, like, you know, some of the people he's getting rid of and him, him his silence to me is actually, and I don't know if we're, I don't know it's kind of off topic, but his silence to me is a little more unnerving or a little makes me a little uneasy. I feel like His people was plotting some crazy stuff.
0: You know, I would not be surprised if that is the case just because of who he is. And you brought up a really great point, Brian, when you said um, that he needs to transition. But if you still want to count these votes, because as much as I think that, you know, his charges or his allegations are, you know, just erroneous all around, it it, it is within his legal right to say, hey. Let's do a recount. These things are close. Blah, 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 blah. But we don't like, again, we don't expect civility Mm -mm. from this man. Um, So even if we disagree with the ways in which you wanted to go about challenging it, it's within your right. But in the meantime, but I guess if you go on a challenge, you can't concede. But that means that you don't have to be silent. What it could really mean is that you stop tweeting things like I won the election because you didn't. You stop saying things like we're going to do this. We have all this evidence. No, you file your lawsuits. You present Mm -hmm. whatever evidence that you have. And then you do the recounts. If a state grants it, like Georgia did, you get your recount. You see what the final numbers are. And at that point, man, because that's the other thing. If Georgia recounts and it turns blue, it just makes it increasingly worse. Oh, yeah. Because let's just say even Michigan, like if Georgia turns blue and he keeps Nevada and Arizona, which is he's going to keep. You, you still wouldn't have 270. Like Biden yeah. will still have the 270. Right. So like challenging these other spaces. And that's the, and I guess that's what everybody's scratching their head about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's the point of the challenges? Where is this evidence? Most of the evidence that your legal team, you, Rudy Giuliani is your attorney. Let's start I mean, there. He's the worst. Let's start there, right? But all of you, like your, your legal team is presenting these allegations and most of them are falling flat as soon as they hit the courts. Mm-hmm. So you're not even getting a real chance to fight because you don't have substan like you don't have any really evidence to prove the things that you're saying are happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Like at all, you're making the, you're making the, the allegations and trying to find the evidence, you know, like I think even like Rudy Giuliani or somebody else, maybe really Rudy, um, he put out a, a hotline to try to, you know, find people or have Child. people call in uh, to provide evidence. And then I want to say, I don't know if you saw this Fox news clip recently. <clears throat> there is a, um, an anonymous uh, person who was talking about voter fraud in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. It kind of sounds like the person that's sitting in the white off in the, in the oval office right now. <laughs> it it literally does. Like the way like the cadence of the, of the, of the, of the voice. Um, uh, the terminology, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um the way you know, they were just speaking, yeah you know, I might have to show it to you, but it's it's definitely it sounds like,
0: yeah, send in my uh, way because I haven't seen you know,
1: I steer clear from from Fox News, yeah, it, it sounds just like Donald J. Trump, like it does. and and the because the person their face isn't showing, mm-hmm. so it's like blacked out face, and it's like, um. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's that. But you know, so so let's let's go this way. So we believe, and we you know are pretty certain that um, after all of this is said and done, Joe Biden will be declared the winner, mm-hmm. um, and he will be the president. You know, as we believe for the next four years. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on the next four years?
0: Oh, Chile. Um... Well. That's a loaded question. I think I represent a vast majority of America who celebrates the victory of what Biden and Harris represents Mm -hmm. while not necessarily being uber enthusiastic about them representing Mm -hmm. us. Right. I think there is duality in that emotion, specifically as a black person. I find joy that they won. Mm-hmm. Um, I find pause that they won.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And part of that is because they were the only option, the only real option. <laughs> Shout out to you, retard. Well, I don't want to use that word. To you. Foolish. Foolish. Kanye West supporters. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so my expectation for the next four years or my thoughts concerning is that, number one, I don't really wanna give you real thoughts until after January 5th. Shout out mm-hmm. to all the campuses, that's Founders Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> in addition to it being Founders Day, it is also the runoff election here in Georgia, mm-hmm. for the two Senate seats. So after at the end of that night, hopefully, right, the numbers will be, um, you know, like it, it, it'll be enough numbers, you know, not in so much of a close margin. If somebody get that 50 plus 1%, well, we'll know. Why is that important for those of you who may not understand. Well, Georgia literally is about to determine (laughs) who the majority is in the Senate. Mm -hmm. And that is going to really determine the type of presidency
1: Mm -hmm. or first
0: term that Joe Biden has. Yep. And um, I have an additional point, but I want to say this first. I read on CNN that Biden and his team are preparing two plans. One that's really progressive. Mm-hmm. in case these runoffs go well mm-hmm. and one that's a, a lot moder- a lot more moderate mm-hmm. in case they have to start reaching across the aisle and really working with a republican majorities senate right mm-hmm. i say all that to say that the reason why it is important that biden gets it right the first four years because i've said it on this podcast once and i'll say it again and i'll stand on my separate heel. Um, from Terry Crews mm-hmm. and let you all know that his first four years are going are going to be indicative to the type of success that Kamala has as the front runner of the democratic party. Mm-hmm. And she's not a, she's not a, a placeholder like Mike Pence, like Dick Cheney. She is one of those individuals who is go- like, she's already ran for president, right? She so She's going right. Like she already has aspirations for president and many times mm-hmm. the vice president um, most times, are very successful. There's only very few cases. Al Gore being one of the most recent ones mm-hmm. that ran and did not successfully become the next president of the United States. Right. So the ways in which Biden shows up is going to be super important for Kamala's uh, future aspirations as president. Yep. So my thoughts is that I do think we're going to we're going to see more moderate action than we see progressive, because mm-hmm. if we look at Biden, he's not super progressive. What I do think is going to help him is that he's going to try to um, pad his cabinet with more progressive thinkers. Um, Mm -hmm. There are people like Pete Buttigieg, um, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders who have made the shortlist for his cabinet position now while that'll be a super team that's likely not going to happen in that extreme with mitch mcconnell as still the majority leader of the senate however you can kind of see where his where biden's thinking is in terms of diversity in terms of you know progressive policy and things of that magnitude so Mm -hmm. i think specifically for black folk we have to keep our foot on their necks number one yep like Biden said his acceptance speech that the African-American community showed down. we had his back. Like now it's time for you to really have our back. It is time for you to really, have, I know you call your little plan and lift different voice and sing, but it's time for you to lift your little voice and sing and really show us what is in this plan, really put out some things, you know, get rid of these student loans. Right. Um, I, know that, I know that reparations is nothing that can happen tomorrow, but really putting forth an, a, a tangible effort of an exploratory committee, like really moving the ball for these types of things, um, you know, making sure that there are housing policies in place, making sure that we are eliminating federal charges for sm- small crimes like, you know, marijuana possession and things like right. that, these like kind of federal level things right. that will almost force states to kind of reconsider their laws, right? mm mm-hmm. These are the type of things we're looking for. And why like I don't smoke real marijuana. Why am I talking about it? Because there are black black people are disproportionately arrested for yep. having being found with like an ounce of right. marijuana on and, and serving 30 to 40 year prison sentences for right. having an ounce. Mm-hmm. of marijuana on them where white counterparts are somewhere in their basement smoking lines of cocaine, right? <laughs> and you know, you know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, so, so like that's why that's important. Not necessarily because I want to smoke weed in my recreational time, but because right. I understand the ways in which certain laws affect black and brown people disproportionately. So right. those are my expectations. But on the other side of my expectations, they are tapered to not expect a whole lot. Mm -hmm. but the ways in which I think we can push the envelope is for us to keep doing things like Stacy did. And that's, you know, creating organizations and even joining these organizations to make sure that in two years, right. If we don't flip it on in January, we definitely flip it in 2022 to make sure that we're putting out more progressive voices to fill up some of these um, um, House seats and these Senate seats. Right. These are the type of things that I want to see. But more importantly, um, I think that unfortunately, I think that Biden believes he's tasked with healing the soul of the nation. And that is part of his task. But I don't want him to get so caught up in trying because what usually happens with that specifically from white men. Mm-hmm. Is they try to appease white bases first, right, and not necessarily address the systematic problems that affect the people that are adversely affected mm-hmm. by those by those systems and those structures. So, right. Right, right, I know that was a lot, but yeah, no, no, because no, you,
1: you kind of ended on something that I I kind of feel uh, is the fact that he, I feel like he's going to be so pressed to try to appeal to Trump's base, those white, angry voters mm-hmm. um to where he feels that he can like bring them into the and, and have them see the light not necessarily mm-hmm. to be a democrat but you know to not necessarily feel that america has turned their back on them you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um, because most of them which which sounds stupid feel like they're disenfranchised it, it like as as dumb, as dumb as that sounds i think a lot of them feels like america has pretty much turned their back on them um, you know, And Donald Trump is the one that's going to save them
0: When I, t- when I tell you I'm tired of white people Wanting to be oppressed They right. want to be oppressed so bad
1: So bad, bad. <clears throat> so, bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I definitely think that Joe Biden Is going to I think to And I hope he doesn't do this And I hope he has good enough people around him um, That are going to dissuade him From trying to be so Pressed to try to get those people mm-hmm. um, This is not the moment Where you need to leave the 99 for the 1 um, you don't need to do that. That's that's not. This is not the time. It's not the opportunity because clearly you won the popular vote. If anything, if you just do go out there, And do the right thing, get the money right, you can get the money right, and they come back on track. You don't get a bunch of them back.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, plain um, and simple, you get them some little jobs. Keep them factories open. You gonna that that's it. So
1: <laughs> I think and um so as far as Joe, I he needs to get a, a president elect. He needs to get the money right um i think if he does that also um he needs to uh well i think we kind of talked about this offline kamala uh criminal justice reform needs to be her thing that needs to be her you know her thing yeah and the that, thing
0: she champions yeah absolutely yeah
1: that because that, you when you are a prosecutor so you know the law you know mm-hmm. how the system works you know all that stuff um so now you have the ability and folks don't like this word you have the ability to dismantle the system. Mm-hmm. And then and then rebuild it. Um yeah. you know. and it's and it'll be a point of restoration for her.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of people's like anytime they talk about her, their beef was pointing back to her time as AG in California.
1: Right. And 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 Joe, um, Joe, I'm going say Joe, whatever. Joe's is the same thing. Like his whole thing of, you know, war, especially when it came to black people, was the crime bill. crime bill. Mm-hmm. So if they tackled uh, criminal justice reform um in like legit, not just you know. Kim Kardashian coming down to the White House and y'all making this big old giant deal giant. about letting a few handful of black people out. Mm-hmm. Um, She's trying to get
0: that, Pop smoke second cousin out of jail. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right, like that's something you I think they can do um, to bring us forward. However, mm-hmm. um, I would put more responsibility, and it sounds bad, more responsibility on the people. Um, like you said, we as the people cannot should not rely on some white man and a black woman to save us. Listen, cause
0: we listen out. Oh, you took the in my <laughs> mouth because what sure. we don't need from Biden is a white savior.
1: We don't need that. Because
0: here's the thing. If you don't do what you need to do, God willing, you still alive for a second term and
1: decide to run. We will not support you at, at all, at all. And not, not only that, but the progressives won't support you either. Exactly. So, so you, you really have to, you got to take care of, uh, of the black and brown people. You mm-hmm. got to take care of your, the progressive people, and you got to take care of even the moderate. So you have more. There's more people who are with you than against you. Exactly. Um, but not, I don't think any of us, um, especially after the Obama years. Um, even though I do believe Obama did some things and he tried hard to do some things, but he was fighting. You know, a a a, a tough Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we learned our lesson to uh, of complacency. Yeah. Of we 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 voted. Him in twice, but on the midterms we ain't do nothing. In the streets we weren't doing as much as we could be doing. Mm-hmm. um But I think during the 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 Trump administration, all we we have a Senate, we have a White House, we don't, <laughs> all we could do is be in these streets.
0: Exactly, and that's uh, what and that's what I don't want. On top of I saying that we don't need to save it, I don't want us to get complacent. Like. Mm-hmm. Us getting into the White House is literally getting our foot in the door. Us getting Kamala in that seat is literally getting our foot in the door. It is now time to, like you said, dismantle and to really rethink the ways in which these structures and these systems are built and how they operate. It Mm -hmm. is time to go in. As aggressive as you can, and I get it, some of it will have to be nuanced if these runoff elections do not go the way that we think that we hope that they will go, so there will have to be some nuancing but that, but that 's the beauty of Joe right he 's been in the Senate for forty seven years, he knows right. how to reach across the aisle, he knows how to make that communication, and I think using that skill set will allow him to craft policies and work with mm-hmm. Congress and work with Kamala and create um, language right that'll be um, easily a swash for both sides of the aisle. Now, your issue is going to be Mitch McConnell because he's just a butthole. Yeah. right. I think, oh, I think overall Republicans will bend on some things. I mean, because mm-hmm. like Obamacare got passed. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, like, so, so there's possibilities that for things to happen. Now, when it got right. passed, it was passed at the time mm-hmm. in a Democratic majority. However, right. it got passed. What I'm saying is that there is a possibility with the, like a stimulus package happened. It right. was minimal. It didn't do much of nothing for nobody, mm-hmm. but it happened, right? right? So what I'm saying is that with the right type of language, with the right kind of negotiation and fighting and back and forth, things are possible. But to right. your point, I don't want him to spend so much time trying to um, gather all the Klansmen and all the Proud Boys right. to on his side because that's not where your effort needs to be. Mm-hmm. Brian, you said it beautifully. You won the popular vote. So you right. were able. So most the majority of America is with you. Right. And if you continue to appeal to that base mm-hmm. and on top of, like you said, get the economy right. Mm-hmm. Make sure these folks, if they complain about Obamacare, don't lose their Obamacare because that's what right. a lot of them got for <laughs> health care anyway. You know right. what I'm saying? Make sure their lives continue to be stable. They're going to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. my life is pretty much the same under Biden and Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's right. for the most part, right? So what I'm saying is, is that I don't want him to go in there thinking that he has to be, again, this white savior. He has to stand on this kind of um, hyperbolic cross on Calvary and, right. you know, and kind of bring all the black folk into salvation. That ain't what we're here for. I got mm-hmm. one Jesus and he already paid it all. Ooh, what I need you to oh. do. <laughs> Ooh. What I need you to do, though, is go into their office and really do the things that you said you're going to do. Like mm-hmm. now, I don't expect everything on your website to get accomplished. I mm-hmm. just don't. I've been around. I'm old enough. I've studied politics. Understand mm-hmm. that some of what you said, were talking points and that's mm-hmm. OK. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to student loan debt, I need you to have like real action to eliminate some or diminish it when it comes to a black agenda i need you to really think about the ways in which we talk about criminal justice reform and education Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. putting funding into impoverished neighborhoods and neighborhoods that's been abandoned when you talk about education i need you to think about ways that um schools within low-income communities and those and you know and and black and brown communities get equal or more funding so that they can be equitable to their Uh to to the white counterparts up the street and and across these other cities when we talk about health care i to be accessible and affordable to everyone within the United States. We talk about job opportunities. Mm-hmm. I need you to make sure that minimum wage is a livable wage. Quit trying to talk about incremental change. We are in 2020. There is right. no way in the world, bro, you're from California. Can't mm-hmm. nobody really live on $15 an hour. No. But, at the, but at the same time, like it is much more manageable to have $15 an hour than it is to have $725. I'm from Tennessee. Cost of living is much, is much more less expensive. Mm -hmm. However, 725 is getting you nowhere Like these are the direct things. Like while the Green New Deal may be super progressive We need to address climate change It was 77 degrees Mm -hmm. in Georgia today And Georgia is a southern state However, it gets cold here Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's 77 degrees in the middle of November is mm-hmm. indicative of climate change. So whether you agree with the 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 extreme measures of the Green New Deal or not, we cannot ignore the fact that we need something to address climate change. So that's so that's what we're saying, Joe. I don't. I, I hope you're listening. I hope somebody who knows your team right. you the pod so that you can hear. Like these are the direct things we need you to do. We need to make sure our allies across the waters are safe, and we are mending relations. Relationships And making sure that those relationships are intact. Like, yep. this is the kind of stuff. And, and putting together a cabinet mm-hmm. that is functional. Mm-hmm. And not putting surgeon generals in hood places.
1: <laughs> uh, Betsy DeVos, please go. Yes.
0: And, and that's the other joy that I have. <laughs> His cabinet's getting fired, too.
1: Yes, always. <laughs> go. Go.
0: Please. Oh, um,
1: but the, and, and that's the and this is the thing that sucks. And this is the thing that I think is terrible. And we we cannot get in this mindset of get it back to normal. Right? Because Donald Trump's administration was so abnormal and destructive. I think sometimes we can say, Oh, just give us back to the normal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Give us back mm-hmm. the, you know, the status quo. Um but like you said there needs to be some level of trying to push the needle you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you know uh, shake it up shake it up shake yeah, it like, up shake it sh- you got to shake it up you yeah. got to shake it up and and that's the thing is like you we know from my understanding is donald trump is trying to run back in 2024 right so if no. anything if if that's if that's the, if that's going to be a thing you know who who you know who you got to run against right now so you got You have a small period of time mm-hmm. to get those things together, mm-hmm. because just like the folks show it out for this election, the folks are gonna show out for the next one. Oh yeah, but I don't. But here's the
0: thing: I don't think the Republican Party is gonna allow him to be their front again.
1: Oh yeah, I think I think, uh, I think th- during I think uh, during this time, this is like they're regrouping. Oh yeah, it's like
0: they're not we, talking now because they're trying to have united front, but they are quietly excited. Mm-hmm. Many of them are. Oh, yeah, that this man is getting out of office.
1: Because he he
0: owns them. Oh, absolutely. And they're afraid. Oh, but yeah. once he's out, mm-hmm. they're able now, like you said, to regroup and to restructure and put a more palatable Republican in theirs, a, a Mitch, uh a Mitt Romney type, mm-hmm. you know, that that can run, you know, for for president. So right. he may try again in 2024, but I think it's going to be a very unsuccessful bid, And he's going to make history again.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so i i'm i'm you know those are some things i feel that um, uh, that uh should be done I, i'm you know i think to me i think it's just a clearing call for those of us just to be in the streets create organizations be in organizations like you said earlier and we be the change that we need the united states to be um because they ain't not going to do it.
0: Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> This part I was waiting on. The world <laughs> ain't get <getting> no better. <laughs> If we just let,
1: let it be. It be. <laughs> I don't know the rest nah, of the No, 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 no.
0: I don't want you to do that, live. The world ain't get no better. We got to change the world, you and me. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> you know, I've been in the singing spirit today. Hey, clearly. This is the thing that is keeping... <laughs> he's, uh, he's all over me. Keeping and he's alive. keeping me alive. <laughs> Glory to God. oh. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> before we wrap up this conversation though, bro, I what I wanna um I wanna make this a little bit more relatable outside of politics too. Right. And kind of just discuss um the ways in which, you know, we successfully transition mm-hmm. and accept loss. And Boom. um, you know, we talking about this episode being, you know, I thought someone who lost the election, thought somebody who lost the election said something. <laughs> right. Um, and while that has its candor, it is very true, like. You lost mm-hmm. So at this point All of the things that you're mm-hmm. trying to do To um, Overshadow your loss Or really mm-hmm. overshadow Joe Biden's win mm-hmm. Right It's that's really it, it. more harmful mm-hmm. To your legacy and to who you are So kind of, what are your thoughts about Outside of Trump being who he is Like what are your general thoughts About this kind of um, Refusal mm-hmm. To accept the results
1: Oh, uh, and this is what I've heard, I heard this excuse. Uh, his ex-wife, Ivonne, uh, Ivana, I think her name was. I thought you said about Melania because she wants to get out. Uh, oh, she's going to be, yeah. Once, <laughs> oh, she filed a divorce. She ready. <laughs> On January 21st. <laughs> she's ready. She don't. Um, his, one of his old wives, uh, was, his first wife was saying, um, oh, he hates to lose. So he's acting like, cause he, but most of us don't like losing. You oh, know what I'm saying? Like losing does not feel good. Hey, Brian um, the Taboo. Listen, I don't <laughs> <like> that, <no. laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I'm competitive. I don't like losing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and most of us don't like, and then you don't, you lost on the biggest stage in yeah, the world. Yeah, you lost on the world stage. Absolutely. And, and, then, and then on top of that, you lost after you said, you said, if I lose it, he's the worst candidate in the history of the United States. If I lose to him, what am I going to do? Um, so I like, can just say that like losing does not feel good. It's not something we want to do, it's, no one wants to lose, um, but losing happens. We've all lost something at some point in our life, either a race, we lost a uh, game of spades um, which I don't know how to play. Um, <laughs> uh, Uno. We've lost. You know, we've loved lost ones, lovers. Love lovers. You know, what I'm saying we. You know, took some L's in certain places. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've, we've interviewed for jobs. We didn't get them. Listen. Um, in in some cases we should have won, right? In some cases, legitimately, it was rigged. It was rigged against us. Um, but even black people, we know this. We know in life, oftentimes we're fighting against systems principalities and things that are in place that we cannot even see sometimes. Right. Um, but even within that we have to have a certain level of grace to be able to say, you know what? I didn't get this one. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be respectful and I'm going to go into the next one. I'm going to win the next one. Or I'm going to use this opportunity, um, as a learning space, a learning opportunity to do better in the future. Um, and, and that's, and that's what he's not going to do. Um, and it makes him look worse than anything.
0: Like, hello, Stacey Abrams. She lost exactly, and she and, and she, con- and she cont- well, attempted to contest and speak out against mm-hmm. what she believed, which was actually valid in her case. It was valid, voter, yes. voter fraud, right? Right. Um, but even after things were not like it, it didn't happen. What did mm-hmm. she do? She's like, "Bitch." Mm -hmm. She took that moment and in two years time, she organized, she Mm -hmm. founded organizations, she rallied and she got with other people who were already doing the work. She used her name or her platform Mm -hmm. and she put herself out there. And to the point that you originally made earlier and the bless up about wanting her to be like, I would love to see. Let me say this. I would love to see Stacey Mm -hmm. in a cabinet position. I would let, let me start by saying that. Mm-hmm. Here's my caveat. Okay. I think certain people are graced for specific areas in certain times. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, Stacey, me personally, mm-hmm. I think her greatest impact is where she is. Okay. Um, I, I do. I mm-hmm. just really do. And it's not to say that I don't think she deserves it. I just feel like we need her here now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I would love to see her in maybe four years time. Run like being somebody's running mate, Mm -hmm. eventually running for president herself, going after the governor's seat again, becoming a state senator, right? Right. I I would love to see her ascension Mm -hmm. into the ranks of the public sector. But I think at least until the midterms, Mm -hmm. honestly, and maybe up until the end of this term for Biden, I think her space and like really advocate, here's the thing, she acknowledged all of the people who mm-hmm. did, who were doing the work before she did. That's mm-hmm. one thing I love, but she was great. She was like, yeah, y'all shout me out. But here's a whole list of folk
2: mm-hmm. who've been
0: doing the work. Right. But, what, but the beauty about Stacy, though, it's almost like when you go viral, you know, it's, it's a crazy comparison. But think about it. You can put out, we can put out content every single day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we could be putting out great content. Right. And, you know, making our waves within our, you know, sphere of influence and things like that. But it's not until the right person picks it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Shares
0: it, likes it, comments, whatever, 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 right? Until it blows up. Right. Same thing happened here. Like people were already doing this type of work, but it wasn't until a Stacey Abrams attached her voice, her platform, her, you know, who she was to the cause in her own way mm-hmm. that made it blow up. It doesn't right. take away from what other people were doing, but it does say, hey, here's increased value to it. Mm-hmm. And I think within the next two to four years, personally. Okay. I would love to see her continuing to build that space and to bring more light to the individuals who were already doing it so right. that their names are now mm-hmm. parallel to Stacey Abrams. Right. So when she does ascend to higher offices, right, it's not like, oh, St- Stacey's gone. Who's going who's gonna to sign up the next 800,000, right? right? I right, feel right. like when she's gone, there's this next phenomenal black woman. There's this other black king, whoever it is, right, who's going to be like, I'm going to sign up 800. Matter of fact, our new goal is a million. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need her. Like, it's almost like we talk about in church and other spaces to really Mm -hmm. build that space, Mm -hmm. build it in a way where she's duplicated herself. So now when she leaves, uh, we're we're, straight. Mm -hmm. We good. And we're good in a national kind of global conversation, not just grassroots. And not to say that grassroots organizations aren't great because they are. But it is beautiful when grassroots organization gets the attention, the money, um, the all that, the recognition that they deserve, so that they can do more impactful, wide-ranging work. Saying all that to say, Stacey Abrams was the the epitome. We talked about it earlier, but I just mm-hmm. it's just worth reiterating the epitome of what you do when you lose, right? Especially when you feel like it was owed to you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you know that you won, when right. you know that you deserved it. You know, right. and if Donald Trump really felt that way, why not spend your energy into rallying behind the Republicans to get to get uh, and Purdue back in office? Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, that's what I'm gonna be. That's I'm, I will secure my legacy in that way. Right. That lets us know now you don't really care about the Republican Party. Oh, you no. care about you.
1: Oh yeah, clearly. And that's it. Yeah, And in, in like it's, it, but that's again. You said about him being consistent. His consistency has been he don't care about nothing but himself. And folks literally believe that he cares about the United States and he cares about them and all that kind of... All he cares about is Donald J. Trump. And he's that's always it. been like that. It's all, And that's all, that's all he's ever going to be. He don't even and, care
0: about them kids. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they ain't got no chance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that, you know... That, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um... <laughs> No, no chin at all. But yeah.
0: <laughs> you you had to think about it. They don't I, have cheese. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: thinking about it. They don't have cheese. They don't have cheese. <laughs> like Beavis and Butthead. Like, it looks like like that. <laughs> they wow. face in that they live. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so ugly people.
0: But yeah, I think he's brought this grace to the office mm-hmm. of president in ways that I don't think we would imagine. And mm-hmm. I just, if anything, he showed us a life lesson on how not to lose. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you can be competitive and want to. I don't think anybody wants to ever lose, but no. there's a way in which you do it. You, you agree, like, and even if people would have grieved and been emotional, like, when they, they, so they've been replaying other Republican, like, concession speeches. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the hurt, especially in John McCain's voice. Mm-hmm. But he gave the speech that night. Mm-hmm. You could hear the disappointment in Mitt Romney's voice, but he gave the speech, he conceded. Mm-hmm. Um, Hillary, That's she conceded. And she had to show up. At your, because that's the thing about. Here's the thing about Mitt Romney and John McCain. While they may have been at the inauguration, they don't have to sit with former presidents and be like, mm. "She had to come and step back in the seat of a first lady
2: mm-hmm.
0: and honor you, the like from from that position." And mm-hmm. she was still gracious enough to still concede to you, right? And I and I think that's the thing. So while it's not law for you to be a good sport, it's just like. It's a level of maturity and adulthood, but I I guess we shouldn't. We should just shouldn't expect that from you know Agent Onwards, Mister Forty
1: Five. Yeah, I pack your stuff up, brother. Hit the road, Jack, and And don't you come come back back. no more, no more, no
0: more, no more.
1: (laughs) And this is Jigsaw the musical. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in good voice tonight. You are though. (laughs)
0: and then i know so i might got a few more in me
1: a few more a few more tunes (laughs) a few more tunes
0: (laughs) because something's on the inside
1: it's working on the outside brian oh and oh what a change a wonderful change what did it do has come over Ooh. me. Yes, it did. Rest in peace. we talk. Oh,
0: man. All right. Um, anything else you want to add about this? I think we've exhausted the conversation, but yeah, um, yeah, man, the next four years are going to be interesting. The next four weeks, mm-hmm. let's start there, <laughs> yeah. are going to be interesting. And um, hopefully, prayerfully, we see transition happen soon, and we can move on. Yes, move on with our lives. Move on with our lives. Move on, move on,
1: and um, that's it. So uh, I guess we're gonna move on to "I Am My Brother's Keeper," Black Man Self Care.
0: Oof, and I need some self
1: care. I, need
0: it. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> I need it. Let's go.
2: Let's
0: go. Ooh, sa what's going on y'all and we are here um in some black man self-care we like to call it i am my brother's keeper um brian yes
1: sir what you got going on for self-care man well you know i gotta get my face together uh okay so i'm gonna do i'm going my hair i'm gonna get my hair cut first okay Right. and then after that i'm gonna protect you know, your crown i'm gonna protect my crown gotta do it um because i look a mess right now um but i really want to do some exfoliation um, want to make sure I can, you know, get this get this skin uh okay. together. Get you a sugar oh. scrub. What you
0: what, what you exfoliating with?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna do something. I'm going I'm going all the things.
0: I will listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you and Chris, I need to get call you. You and Chris to you know see what what I should use. Um, but I definitely want to do some. I really want to just pamper myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, because I just this the stress of it all. Um, yeah. I got to start the new thing on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through this stressful election process. I just want to take care of myself and just be fancy. I, you know, I'm even thinking about, you know, venturing out going to get my my um, my feet, and my my hands done. Go so.
0: do that. I was going. You stepping into my self care. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. It's fine. It's okay. Kick <laughs> off your shoes and relax your feet.
1: Party, Party on, on down. down. The- Jigsaw beat. Let's kick it.
2: Yes, <laughs> <Just> kick it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, All right. so that's yeah, my kids of no, care. What you gonna yeah,
0: do? No, I am going back to Effect Fitness because there's a lot right. of love. I just, I need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just say it that. way <laughs> I need that. And then, yeah, I've been uh, contemplating getting. Well, I am. I am going to get. I've been trying my best not to bite my nails mm-hmm. <laughs> or cut them myself because mm-hmm. I, I, I would cut them and then. I mean, she could still do my cuticles and stuff, but you know. Um, but yeah, getting a manicure and pedicure, man. Just relaxing with my little mask on or whatever. And, just taking care of me bro
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so happy being me i'm regretting nothing about me so um <laughs> i don't know what this singing spirit is tonight it's on you it's on me heavy it's on you hmm. I'm sober for Jesus. So, I mean, you so, are. <laughs> it ain't no intoxication. I've been looking at. I've been drinking water. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, just you know, taking care of myself. So going to give me a really intense workout, and then um, manicure, pedicure to kind of round out the afternoon. And mm-hmm. who knows what the rest of Saturday may or may not bring. But that's what I plan on doing on Saturday specifically because this has been a a productive week, but a long one, and I gotta. Another long week coming up. So, yeah. Another long week coming up, bro. But, um, you ready to go to the P.O. Box? I have a question that was submitted to us. And boy, it's a doozy. It's a doozy.
1: All right, let's walk down to the P.O. Box. Come on, (laughs) let's go meet the postman. (laughs) Oh,
2: (laughs) yes.
0: All right, we are here at the p.o box and i did dug into that joint and i right. got the let out <laughs> brian when i got this one i was like mighty god
1: mighty god
0: we gotta read it mm-hmm. we gotta read it all right so it says what's going on brian and josh i hope mm-hmm. this question makes your next p.o box segment uh, so without further ado here goes me and this guy have been dating for a little less than a year now mm-hmm. um We started off as just friends. but We made it official a little less than a year. As we got more serious, we started talking about taking trips together, but you know how coronavirus has happened. So we haven't been able to do that.
2: Mm -hmm. As
0: the numbers have gone down, we rekindled that conversation over the summer and we started getting preliminary logistics and everything together. Once we got our date Um, in order and things got closer. I asked him if we were still going because plane tickets were still ridiculously cheap because of the Rona. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go ahead and go before the numbers took a crazy spike again. This dude proceeds to tell me that he planned a guy's trip for the same weekend that we were planning our trip because we hadn't talked about it for a while. I was hot. Okay. (laughs) We started to argue and as the argument went on, he ultimately dismissed my emotions and he's going on this trip this coming weekend with his friends. Uh, When he comes back from the trip, I'm pretty sure he's going to think all is well. However, I'm still pissed and I'm still going to be pissed. How do I handle this? Overall, he's a good dude mm-hmm. but this right here has me questioning everything about our future love the show love what you guys are doing um mm. uh, we did not give her a pseudonym what do you want to call her Marsha warfield <laughs> <laughs> love the show <laughs> love everything you guys are doing <laughs> um she even
1: ended it by saying bless up <laughs> Marsha <laughs> warfield, warfield. <laughs> Um, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, Ooh, that was a lot. That is a lot. Uh okay, because here goes the thing. I understand, especially during Rona, mm-hmm. the importance of a guy's trip. Yep. Like, it's important. Like we had our schedule, we had ours planned, and the guy always ready to go. Um, still ready to go. Still ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean we bought tickets and everything. So we we had it planned out. Um. So let me, so she said that they had discussed going on a trip. Yes. Yeah, so
0: they've been dating a little less than a year, mm-hmm. but in the summer, when numbers started to go down a bit, mm-hmm. they were talking about, let's do a trip. But I guess they paused when I guess they paused on that conversation a little mm-hmm. bit, but as it got close to their quote unquote date, which is this coming weekend, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she asked I guess a few weeks back seems like she didn't give a timeline where they still going, but because they went silent, mm-hmm. he went on ahead and scheduled a trip anyway.
1: With So, guys. okay. So, which is interesting. Cause it's like, so he did not communicate with her. Mm-hmm. I right, just scheduled the guy's trip. Okay. So it's a weird, cause you know, we're married. So at yeah. this point I wouldn't have scheduled the guy's trip without saying like, Hey, saying anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, you know, schedule this guy's trip. Just give your heads up. Right. Um, Bec- it, but they've been married. They've been dating for like about a year. Um, so it's it's a little different. But mm-hmm. if anything, you know, it's tough because like part of me is like, I don't see that he's like wrong. Um, Like, okay. Hear me, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm, I'm listening, bro. Like as far <laughs> as he, the level of communication to me, I think, and this is me, the mer- my married mind is he should have talked to her first. Yeah. Because they already had talked about doing a trip. Yeah. They already had talked about doing a trip um and i'm i'm not going to you know and it's going to sound like i'm trying to make excuses because he's a man that his lack of communication is because he's just a man and he probably isn't thinking like you know it's a thing mm-hmm. um i think he should have communicated with her like hey i know i know we talked about doing a trip are we still going yes or no right. that's what the conversation should have been okay um but since they've been dating less than a year, I'm like, does he really owe her? Like, what is their level of communication? You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. Like, what is their level of communication in this situation? Is it like to where like, are they running things by each other at this point? Are they, mm-hmm. you know, are they at that stage where they're like, you know, they're they're building something in the future to where their communication is like any move I make, I'm gonna let you know about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like say he was wrong but I can see why I can see how he feels that he was not wrong in this situation. Okay. So I got, I got a different take. Okay. So part of me
0: agrees with what you said, because I feel like the brevity of the relationship does not necessarily um, necessitate him giving you heads up on every single move that he makes. Right. Right. I will start there. However, though, Brian, okay. As a decent human being, okay if me like just me and you as brothers if we mm-hmm. said bro the trip we had scheduled was like memorial day weekend mm-hmm. we bought our tickets if i right. all of a sudden say you asked me about it hey josh we all still going be like oh no we ain't going i plan some of my other homeboys mm. you would be pissed oh easy and easy. i think I, I think that's her emotion right i, I don't right. think it's so much that she's looking for him to give her Everything about his schedule, where he's going. I think it's the fact that we talked about going somewhere together, mm-hmm. and just because there's been kind of silence about it, does not mean that we aren't going. So at right. the very least, it's to say before you schedule a trip, hey, did you still want to go out of town with each other? Because my homeboys are asking; they're actually thinking about the same weekend. Right, right. And we right. hadn't talked about it. Anymore. I think that's I think that's her beef, and yeah. if because she asked us specifically, what does she? How does she handle this? Um, and I think for me, you have a right to be pissed, but I don't know that you have a right to be pissed so long. I think right. instead of uh, just being mad now and mad when he come back and mad while he's there and all those different types of things, I think you need to just have that conversation and just say, right. hey, are were supposed to go out of town on these dates? We have been really looking forward to it because- I'm gonna assume y'all was going to Tulum, Mexico. That's where everybody's going. <laughs> Tulum, <laughs> out of y'all. Um, but let's just say y'all were going there. We've been thinking about going there. It's beautiful. The numbers are low there. Blah 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 blah. And you know, I just feel like you could have at least said, "Hey, we had a trip." Right. The guys are doing. Me and you haven't talked about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this something you still want to do, or to right. say, since the guys are red? Like, because it sounds like y'all stuff was still in preliminary kind of. right right, planning stages so at this case if it were me i'd be like you know this is a fully planned trip we could and then maybe me and you can do something abc one two three Mm -hmm. i think that i think that was the conversation and you could just explain to him the ways in which just from being a decent human being a good friend a travel partner right right right. that's how you should have approached it and then from the girlfriend saying Mm -hmm. you know i don't necessarily appreciate you um throwing away our plans to do right. something with your friends while i understand the importance of guy's trip, and, I, and this right. is coming from a guy who's like i need a guy's trip tomorrow yes right sir. but at the <laughs> same, but at the same time i would not have done that and this is if i were single and now that i'm married i don't know mm-hmm. that i would have done like i just made the example i don't know i've would done that to anybody
1: right, right
0: without at least asking hey Like, are we still doing this? Because there are times where I'm supposed to go out with
2: people.
0: Mm -hmm. And like if me and Brian said, we're going to hang out this Saturday. But Mm -hmm. that's all we say.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And I have another friend be like, you know, let's go get drinks Saturday at 7. Before I say yes, I'm going to say, I'm texting Brian. for Like, hey, bro, we still hanging out? Right, right, right. he says, yeah, I'm texting the other friend to be like, either no or Mm -hmm. I'm doing this. Do you want to roll? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's some kind of communication yeah. going on. And if Brian says no, then cool, but I'm just not going to dismiss him because gonna, what's, what going I almost know going to happen if I dismiss him,
2: mm-hmm.
0: he's going to text me by five o'clock. Be like, hey, bro, <laughs> you still want to go out? I'll be like, <gasps> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I'm stuck looking crazy as mm-hmm. if I didn't make those plans or as if, right. you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I guess it's just, that's just my perspective.
1: Right, right. And, and, and I agree with that. And I, I agree with the fact that she has every right to be upset. I think, I guess to answer the question, oh, I would think is to use this as an opportunity to discuss communication, like mm-hmm. what your expectations are for communication, um, what you'd like for communication, how you communicate, because this is clearly uh, um, uh, just bad communication. You know, what I'm saying like more so I think on his part. Um, but you at this point, this is a good opportunity to say, this is how I like to be received communication. If something were to happen, if anything changes, any plans are made, or whatever, like at least just discuss that information. I'm not asking you to, you know, tell me everything about what you're doing. Right. But, you know, I didn't like this and what can we do going forward to make sure like something like this doesn't happen again. Um, and I th- I think on the other side of that, that we didn't address is that when she
0: did bring it up to him and they got into the argument, he dismissed her feelings. Mm. And I think that's a greater issue too. So like you said, mm-hmm. bring up the fact that we do need to communicate, but also, um, sis, you feel how you feel, and mm-hmm. if he's in a space where he don't care how that made you feel, right, in the words of uh, and you know uh, of Kid Fury and Crystal, break up with him, sis. Like I'm not like I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna be honest with it. Like it's yeah, less yeah. than a year. You ain't say how much you loved him and all that kind of stuff. You say they could do, but if he already is a bad communicator mm-hmm. and he cannot at least acknowledge
1: the ways in which
0: it, you, he don't care how it made you feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in it, it, it most, you know, most respectable people can at least find some some even a small morsel of like you know what maybe i was wrong you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying at some point maybe not in the moment but maybe at some point later on you might come back and be like you know what? i thought about it I i was completely wrong um and there and honestly there's no way like you know like i love my guys but if like my girl was like, hey, I want to go on a trip. Like, there's certain things that your girl can do that you can't do with the guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. No, absolutely. <laughs> like that, you know. And then on top of that, like, your your friends are your friends. Like, if this is your girl, you know, if you want to try to build something with him, with her, like, that's a trip that y'all need to make. So even within that, like, sis, you might have to, you know, kind of think about the fact of, like, maybe he's not into you as much as you, you think. You know was, what I'm saying? Right. You know what um, I'm saying? Because
0: cause that's the other piece, too. and And I get it. On one end of me understands he could have been in a rock and a hard place. where it's right. like, we're in a pandemic. This is just one. I got this one weekend to travel. Right. Do I go with my guys or do I go with my girl? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think for him, if I don't know this guy, but my only, the only way I can rationalize what he was thinking is saying, this trip over here, my guys is already put together. I just need to buy my ticket. Right. Versus with my girl. We talked about this once over the summer. Mm-hmm. We set, like, this arbitrary date. And now all of a sudden, she want to talk about it again. So I think there's some stuff you have to own, too, mm-hmm. right? Because you admitted that there was a downtime, right? That you know what I'm saying, that y'all had in between your initial conversation and the proposed date. Right. Um, now, while he could have said someone his new plans came up, I think you have to recognize that in this downtime, we've done nothing. Mm-hmm. And with the trip now being so close this coming that weekend, is valid right, point. I, 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 and that's again, I don't, you didn't give us a timeline of how early. You asked about it before this coming weekend. So I think that's something you have to own as well. But so that's miscommunication on both of y'all. True. But I think what's most important here, what I'm hearing, is the dismissiveness of your feelings and your emotions. Right. And if he's showing that kind of behavior now, like I can get him saying, man, she didn't communicate. But you have to at least own that you didn't either
1: mm-hmm. and
0: how you not acknowledging that makes her feel. Right. As well as you, sis, Marsha also owning. Mm -hmm. Right. How you did not communicate with him and kind of putting making you seem like, you know, I'm saying all of a sudden this is something super, super important. You ain't talk about it for months. Right. You know, so you got to think about, you know, where you kind of being inconsiderate, too. So but anyway, if he's dismissing your feelings, act like he don't care, I'm going to trip. I don't care what she think. She's going to be here when I get back. Right.
1: That's 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 going You know happen what I'm saying? So, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like
0: you 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 you're gonna have to be able to figure out can you handle that? This is this type mm-hmm. of person that you wanna because like cause like you say in married, if y'all do get married, you can't run away from that. Mm-hmm. Right now, he can go to his apartment, you can go to yours. And y'all, you know, say so whatever. But um, but yeah, sis, I don't know if any of this helps you. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: but bless you. I don't you. know if any
0: of this helps you, Marsha, <laughs> but uh you know, right back in next week, give us an update. Mm-hmm. Tell us how it went. Tell us where where he ended up going, and if it's Tulum, I got the Holy Ghost. Um, <laughs> but yeah, tell us where he ended up going. Update us, um, cause I want to know what happened. Right. And mm-hmm. please tell us. Remind us of the pseudonym that we gave you,
1: yeah. So I'm we can sure. keep
0: it consistent.
1: Warfield. And Marshall. Marshall Warfield. You know, if y'all end up breaking up, we might be able to find you somebody else. You know. What yeah. I mean? <laughs> we, might. <laughs> we might. We might. We might. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: All right, bro. You ready? You ready to go talk about some things? I got so many on my
1: chest. Let's go do a couple of things. A couple of things. All right, let's go. All
2: right. Let me talk. Let me talk.
1: All right, great conversation where we get this stuff that we have on our chest off of it. So, Josh, you want to go first, or you you know, want me to go first?
0: Um, I got two. Oh, okay. But they're short. I think mine is going to be short, too. So I can go first. Let me get this out. Okay. So, uh, I alluded to in the living room conversation that I saw this post about there being fraudulent um, (laughs) voter discrepancies about dead Mm -hmm. people. And it came from a really annoying black person on Facebook. Now, I'm not going to tell your name because that's just not what I do. But you are black. You live in Macon, Georgia. You are less than uh, middle class. Now, I don't say that to shame you because I don't employment shame. I don't salary shame. I don't do that. But what I'm trying to figure out is why you cape so hard for Donald Trump when nothing about your entire existence is supported by this man's presidency and administration. Mm. You don't even make enough money to claim it for tax purposes. I know that you act like you super safe, but if you're talking about the moral dilemmas in which some of the conservatives you know, seem to talk about Let's talk about the president that you came for, how immoral he is, how right. immoral he has been, mm-hmm. and how he doesn't even subscribe to the kind of moral responsibilities that you talk about. You talk mm-hmm. about all this Bible stuff. He don't even read his Bible Two Corinthians. You talk about <laughs> um, sexual purity. He doesn't like he grabbing women by the pussies. That's what mm-hmm. he's saying. Right. Who so said? I'm trying to figure out why you're caping for him and all of you self-loathing Black people who Uh are putting on these capes for Donald J. Trump. I just don't understand it. You don't have the right tax bracket. Um, He does not represent any real conservative values. I'm really trying to see the ways in which you feel like you are better because this man is in office.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm really trying to understand that. If you talk about it from an economy standpoint, he inherited a great economy. And the economy was stable under his presidency he didn't do anything to change it right and that's the thing I, 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 I think that y'all don't understand obama got in office after a recession did a lot of work built the economy back up donald trump inherited the economy and now covid is coming the economy is starting to take a dip again which if you understand anything about economics we were about to see a drop in our economy around this time anyway it may not have been as drastic since COVID has come, but it was going to happen anyway. Economists will have told you that. There are always ebbs and flows in our economy. And this is one of the times in which it would have dipped. So there are people like you, sir, who are on Facebook and social media dragging and, you know, dragging other black folk and dragging Biden's supporters and blah, 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 blah. I'm mm-hmm. never going to put on the cape for Biden because Biden isn't perfect. He was not even my At first all. choice. At Kamala all. was my first choice. I've reconciled my issues with her about that. But that but that is not the point. The point is that I can recognize the flaws in those candidates and I can find ways to hold them accountable. You all in your blind support, specifically black folk, uh-huh. Your blind support of Donald J. Trump when you have no real, no real basis of support for him mm-hmm. is mind boggling. I am irritated with you and I hope that you stub your toe every morning and shark every, every day of your life. <laughs> That's number one. Number two is for these white evangelicals. Oh, but yes. less, but but less about them because I let you drag them, and more <laughs> about the black man who the camera got on in in Kenneth Copeland's church. Mm-hmm. You stopped laughing when that camera got on you because you probably felt immediate shame. Stupid. I wish the wind and the weight of. 30,000 pounds of ancestral slaps from Harriet Tubman came Uh (laughs) into that sanctuary and knocked your tongue out of your mouth. Because first of all, you shouldn't have been in that sanctuary. Number two, I'm trying to understand why you're sitting under Kenny Copeland. He is a terrible preacher. Number three, (laughs) these evangelicals have proven that they do not care about your black life. So the fact that you felt ashamed and embarrassed, you should have been ashamed because you embarrassed your mama, you embarrassed Mm -hmm. your daddy, you Mm -hmm. embarrassed your grandparents, you embarrass the ancestors You embarrass me brother Just because you're black You right. should be ashamed I'm talking to all of you black folks all, all of you Negroes Who find yourselves In Paula White's church and Kenneth mm-hmm. Copeland's church In Real Talk Kim's church and all these folks churches Right because you, because Real Talk Kim you over here liking Paula, Paula White's statuses On her Instagram posts So that, that lets me out. know That you are tacitly agreeing With mm-hmm. the mess that she's saying But I'm really talking to you black folks I'll let Brian talk about the other ones I'm mm-hmm. talking to you like, mine is for skin folk who's getting on my <laughs> nerve. The ones who blindly support Donald Trump and mm-hmm. the ones who find some type of allegiance to this, like white evangelicals, they worship uh-huh. whiteness. Right. Let's white start supremacy. there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They worship whiteness. They don't care, they don't really care about the Jesus of the Bible. At all. They don't really care about the real gospel. They just they subscribe to this kind of slave gospel. And mm-hmm. I ain't here for
1: it. I'm that
0: turner and all that. We busting right. up all that. Right. So get it together. Okay, I. This is a time to where Yes we do need to heal our nation Yes we need to be unified But I ain't unified with nobody who don't want to be unified At If all. you don't care about me and my black life And my children's black lives And my brothers and my sisters and all mm-hmm. that Then that's fine stay in your pocket of racism And do your thing But as for me and my house we will advocate for justice Right. As for me and my house We mm-hmm. will be on the side that causes The less amount of harm And that's what Biden and Harris Represents it right. is about diminishing Diminishing harm. It is not about them being perfect. It is about diminishing harm. And every time you subscribe to Donald Trump, you are perpetuating more harm. Right. I'm done.
1: Amen. Uh, so, <laughs> how do I follow that? Um, you already said it, really. And I'm going to put an ad. You know, add thing, add something onto that. Um, white evangelicals have pretty much destroyed the church. You have destroyed and divided the church, and you showed your true colors. During this election cycle, because you really don't care about, again, like Josh said, black and brown people. All you care about is your idol, Donald J. Trump, your idol of the American flag, and your idol of the United States of America. It's so interesting that during this whole process, you did not really care about lives. You did not really care about what's going on in the streets. Your only way to hide behind um, or hide your racism was behind the American flag. Behind Donald Trump, maybe behind your pseudo Christianity, where you're sitting there saying that you love God and you love Jesus, but you know that Jesus was not a white person. You know what I'm saying, like, he, he was not a white man. Um, Jesus looked closer to Osama bin Laden, the people who you do not care about and do not like, than he looks like you. So the thing that I don't understand is that y'all cape so hard for Donald J. Trump. He's not a Christian. As much as y'all want to say he is, he's not a Christian. He got like three or four wives. He's a, a godless man. He's a godless man. <laughs> he, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, he believes in sexual assault. He hangs out with pedophiles. So y'all always talk about being evil. Y'all talk about pedophilia. He, um, he hangs out with pedophiles. Like, how do you sit there and stand behind this person? Um, it's foolish. Paula White, you, you, you praying to, to, uh, to African angels and stuff like that. And Kenneth Copeland, all y'all are so disgusting and josh alluded to it all the black folks are in those churches get out of those churches you just like the people that are in that movie get out like get out now i don't see how you can sit down and some indoctrination of some white supremacy and you live your life you stand up and vote for donald trump i don't understand it i don't get it i don't like it it's not right um uh and this is not what jesus would do jesus would not do that jesus would not Jesus would not. Jesus. Jesus spoke truth to the power. Yes, he Jesus did. Jesus was not in bed with any politicians. He was the person that was standing there speaking truth to power. Um, even biblically, standing and caping for any particular um, uh, uh, um, organization as the way they 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 caped for them, mm-hmm. it's not even right. Like the whole even notion and the concept of um, the United States. Um, um, being the greatest thing and being uh, a more so concerned about the United States and the kingdom. Like there's black and brown people who your brothers and sisters in Christ who are getting killed or who are in cages and stuff like that. But you're standing more firmly, not on the word of God, but standing on the United States of America and standing off of this pride and this, this arrogance um, of that is the United States. Um, as Bishop Swan said, y'all can go to hell. <laughs> uh, Bishop Swan said that. and um, Albert Swan. I, he said y'all can go to hell because clearly you really and w- when jesus just talked about it, as far as you say you, you've done all these things in my name but depart from me you work over and making me because i don't know you like this is what he's talking about like jesus does it if you don't if you if you are a staunch donald trump supporter and you can stand by you never hold him accountable you never say anything negative about him as far as the way he does things mm-hmm. and you continue to stand on just violence and um, stand on racism and white supremacy, you do not know Jesus. And they say don't judge people's lives, but the scripture talks about judging people by the fruit that they bear. It talks about, as far as trying the spirit by the spirit to see if it is the spirit, and this ain't the spirit. Paula white, you ain't got it, sister. And, and another thing. Why would and I? another thing, you utilized a black platform.
0: Listen. Put your it entire was, ministry on the backs of black souls.
1: Your entire ministry, Kenneth Copeland, your entire ministry off of black folks. Real Talk Kim, your entire ministry is, is, is supported or, or is founded on black folks. And here you are turning yourself, or turning your back against black people, and you really don't care about black lives. You don't really care about, even. you don't even care about black souls. All you care about is black dollars. Stand up for
0: right. <laughs> Join in the fight, be a soldier for Jesus. That's what Orlando Draper said. Oh, that's old. So, That's a
1: deep cut, Orlando. Listen,
0: David. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My cousin used to say with the the, the associates, but no, that no. But that's all of those things, and you know. We're tired of talking about it, but seems like we're going to always be talking about it. So Mm -hmm. here we are again. Always a good time. Always a good time to talk about racism. So here we are again. Um, Thank y'all. That wraps up another episode of the Jigsaw podcast. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for joining in. Thank you for writing in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for sticking in with us for our political segment. Again, this is not NPR (laughs) 2.0, but we felt like we wanted to do our part. And please believe next week, We're going into some joyful things and we're going
1: to... Joyful, joyful Lord, we adore thee. I got you. (laughs) God of glory, Lord of all. Hearts on fall like flowers. Oh, well, you changed keys. These- but that's okay. I did. <laughs> I, had to, I had to be more comfortable. I was doing more falsetto earlier. I had to be more comfortable. Oh, Tell the a- as the star flower. ba boom ba-da-boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not going to sing that. I can sing that all this. so
0: of gladness. Drive <laughs> it out da, 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 go, 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 go away. away. Drive da, it
2: go, away. away.
0: <laughs> that's that's actually... Healer of a gladness. Feel us. Fill us with like light, light, light of day. Light of day. Check your rise. Joyful, joyful, we adore, adore thee, thee. with my life. I put number four. before I wasn't gonna. I came to ten know ten that Jesus wasn't on the way to go. So I had to <laughs> n- n- <an> understand <laughs> it. Dem- anyway, thank y'all for listening <laughs> to the Jigsaw podcast. Um, our promise to you is to um, <laughs> give you pockets of joy. <laughs> As we end the year, we got some exciting things coming up. But we definitely wanted to uh, definitely wanted to make sure that we in- ended this season, um, this political season, the right way. And because the news is the news, you know, we're going to talk about it here and there, maybe in the billboard, maybe in some ransom bantering, maybe in some greater conversation type stuff. But this is the last focused political issue that we can think of anyway, uh, political episode. So, again, thank y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all.
1: Uh, so please follow us on social media. Uh, the jigsaw podcast, uh, follow, um, me. Uh, I am Brian here and Joshua. I, I am Joshua Rogers. I am Josh uh, Rogers Josh right? Rogers. Uh, email us, uh, ask the jigsaw for if you want to send in your questions, comments, concerns, shout outs, continue to uh, like, share, uh, make sure you are leaving comments, rate us, you know, we are doing great things you can go out to support the people that we, um, that um, we shout out, we bless up. If they have products and things of that nature, support them and let them know that you heard it from here. Um, and we can, you know, give some great partnerships and some good sponsorships and stuff like that. Um, I think that's any the announcements?
0: No, I don't think there are any, there's anything else. Play your right. Christmas music.
1: Christmas music.
0: Trim your tree. Drink your eggnog.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and I should have said this earlier. For all the haters out there, <clears throat> both of my Christmas trees are up in my house. Oh, so don't y'all, I, even though I'm, I'm the Grinch that doesn't like Christmas, both of our trees are in our house right now. So we you put, them, put up, them up. I put them up. And put, she, she decorated them. them. You put them up because she asked. <laughs> but they're there.
0: They are there. I will, give, I will concede to that. Unlike Donald J. Trump, I will concede
1: to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, haters. Oh, Josh, let the people know what they need to do. Oh, don't let the swear stress you out. Don't do it we listen Starbucks and put out
0: their holiday drinks. They'll get you a, a chocolate chip, mint mocha or a creme brulee latte. $20. Listen, don't get that chestnut praline thing. Cause that thing is disgusting, but don't you mm. let this life stress you out. There are way too many ways that you can cope and that you can deal. Mm. All you can do is what you can while you can mm. the best ways that you can, but mm-hmm. in the midst of it all, best don't you all. dare get uh-uh. caught with your work undone. That is it. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Love you.